This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back to Hanging For More. Today we have a really special guest which we're excited to introduce you to. We, we sure have. do. We've got Sugar Neeks in the studio with us today. For those who don't know Sugar, she is our former IBF Super Bantamweight World Champion but will be World Champion again. Welcome Sugar. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, so glad that you're able to join us. We wanted to ask, wanted to kind of not interview you. That sounds really <laughs> yeah. formal, but I was really interested to hear your story. I know that you're really good friends with Maggie and we've now become friends, which is awesome, but you have such an awesome, inspiring story. And I feel like a woman in sport in general is so inspiring, especially because women back in the day didn't really play sports and now they do and you have such a story and I want to hear we both want to hear so much more and I'm sure your fans do too what got you into boxing in the first yeah. place um so really I just wanted to get get fed and when I was younger in school you know I just signed up to a local YMCA went to a box fit class there and um the trainer there he was a professional fighter himself Phil Holiday. He was like, you know, you got a little bit of natural talent. And my dad was sort of there with me and was like, yeah, let's let's get her into doing something, doing some sort of sports because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was like 13 at the time. Oh, wow. Um, so I was very young, very young. Um, my dad was really big on bringing us up in like fitness. You know, he's always sort of training. So I think I, I got that. Um, that drive to go into the gym initially from him. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. But yeah, I think it was just, it, it started from this point of wanting to get fit. That's wow. pretty cool. And how did you get into doing it professionally? Like I know that you started as a kid and it was more like to get fit, but what what point did you transition from it becoming something to get fit to something that you could actually make as a career or something that you could take a lot more seriously? Because I know there would be a lot of, kids listening or even parents that maybe want their kids to get into that so it wasn't like it wasn't like a quick transition it sort of was like you know you spend a lot of time in the gym actually working on on things to become a fighter and it's like I think I had my first fight one year after I actually started um training and getting fit and learning how to fight um and it was just a process of heading to the amateurs so I didn't go pro straight away you have to be like 18 to go pro so I started out in the amateurs I'd go to a tournament every week I'd weigh in wow, and I would match up with someone whoever was in my weight yeah um and from there it just come to a point where you know you fight this weekend you go weigh in the next weekend you may or may not get an opponent mm. um and it, it just got to this point where I I competed in a Queensland tournament. I competed at the Australian Championships and then I represented Australia at four world championships. Wow, um, that's incredible. Throughout my career and I think I just got a drive from the travelling with the Australian team, competing all over the world. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it's been an incredible journey from the start of my boxing career from – you know, I was on the shadow squad for the Olympic Games back in 2016. I decided to leave the amateurs because of the weight. 
The weights at that point were 51 and 60. I was in the middle of that division and I actually started to hate boxing because I oh, was wow, wow. always, always on the scales, worrying about my weight. I oh, wouldn't wow. go out with anyone. So you can't, you've obviously got to be in that, that weight frame. You can't be above that is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. So in the in the amateurs, um, when it, when it was at that time frame, it was you couldn't be over fifty one kilos. Wow, okay. How old were you? I was eighteen at that point. Wow, that would have oh, really crazy. played a big 18. part in how the the relationship you have with your body. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was it was really hard. Like I was constantly on the scales, like three oh, times wow. a day, oh, and wow. it just it just wasn't healthy. And I come to a point, I I can't do this. It wouldn't be natural. It wouldn't be sustainable for me to maintain this weight over a three day competition, traveling overseas, um, and then the opportunity come up to um, turn pro. That's oh, incredible. Wow. See, I think that's incredible that at such a young age as well. I mean, eighteen is still young. I mean, for most of us, we older before even realised things that she mm. actually even acknowledged and noticed that. Yeah. You know Did I mean? your parents was... have any any kind of say in that? Like were they happy with you going into professional boxing um, and all that? My parents have been very supportive of every choice, every decision I've made. Like they would drive me an hour to training that's every day so there and yeah. back when I was like 14, you know, so wow. cool. from Brisbane to yeah. Yatla. So I'm very grateful for wow. them because I wouldn't be where I am today without yeah. that support of, yeah. okay, she's passionate about this. We're going to take her to training every day. That's I amazing. That. Yeah. Was there, have there, has there ever come a point where you felt like giving it all up? Like I know you spoke about there being a point where, you know, you didn't want to do the amateur boxing because of the whole weight thing. But now that you're a professional, has there come a point where maybe you wanted to just go, do you know what? I want to give this up and just work a day job instead. You know, funny you say that. It, <laughs> it's definitely crossed my mind a few times because women's boxing and and the financial gain from it, there's very minimal. Wow. Very minimal um, financial backing in women's boxing. And it's, it's sometimes I think about it like I've weighed it up in my head. It, it would be better for me to work a full-time job. That's yeah, crazy. Wow. You would think with like all the publicity and everything that it gets, and like especially because it's televised and this and this, that there would be great financial gain in general, like without winning anything, just fighting. Well, in, in saying that, it's taken me a good five years to get to where I am. Wow. To where I am now, you know, being seen on TV, getting a bigger uh, social media following, which brings in eyes and yeah and it, yeah, and it brings true. new people looking at the sport so it's taken me a long time to get here like it wasn't just you know turn pro and you get to fight on tv in front of thousands of fans yeah at the start it was really hard like at some point you'd fight for like five hundred dollars wow and that's like a whole that's eight crazy. week camp you know so that's why it's yeah. sort of like it might even be 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 better to work a full-time job because yeah. if you think about it you train eight weeks you really have to commit your time into yeah. everything that's that seven you're days doing. a week isn't yeah. it yeah. Training, yeah, long hours. That's insane. Gee, that's hard because you, you've you've also done TV. I was just going to say that. You? Yeah. yeah, I have on the once, show. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 what show? How did that come about? Um, so that come about through um, what show was it? Wait, what it was sh- called the Challenge. That's the Challenge. Yeah. The Challenge. Yeah. I remember watching yeah. it on TV. It was yeah, so good. Same, yeah. And it come about just through um, a connection in the in the boxing scene. They were like, "Do you want to go on this TV show? It's over in Argentina. It's called the Challenge. We think you'll be a perfect." candidate for it so I was like TV I don't know about TV I'm not made for TV yeah 
Um, but then when I heard like, you know, there's there's a there's prize money of two hundred thousand yeah, dollars, it's all wow, about being crazy. competitive. I was yeah. like, I'm I'm down for a challenge. And Argentina like, too, like get I me know, over right? there. Yeah. Literally. So I, I was all for, you know, being competitive because yeah. that's my nature. I want to be competitive and I want to win. So I was like, okay, yeah. this this scene might suit me well. If yeah. I can get over the ideas of cameras being around the whole time, then I think I'll be sweet. What what was one of the like best moments that you had there what, what was one thing that you took away from there that you learned about yourself I think I think for me it was being around other people constantly no okay. no like um outside noise so no tv no radio no, oh, phone, yeah, no that's social right. media you're just with I think it was like 20 other other contestants all living in the same place oh, wow. um that would have been a yeah it was it really was a how challenge how long was it for I was on the show for four weeks. That's, sh- I, I would have ended hey, up being kicked off weeks. or yeah, kicking someone because yeah. to live with not even so. Netflix. Why no Netflix? No, was there, I think that was a part of the challenge. The challenge. You know, like the, yeah. the drama that that um, escalates in the house. Yeah, we were allowed to you know like go out to the bar most nights. So um, yeah, it was it was funny. <laughs> like when alcohol is, is involved yeah, and you're stuck with the same people for. Yeah. for <laughs> <laughs> Things start to come out. Did you imagine? Hey. Yeah, that's that's that's. Did you tough. get phone calls to home? You got one phone call once a week for fifteen minutes. Wow! Yep. Shut that's, the gate. Yep. Yeah, that's that's, no, that's hard. That's difficult. That's a lot of mental strength, and I guess that's the same for boxing too. It would take because I know your boxing takes you overseas as well. How is it lo- like? Does your family all travel with you? Um, I'm assuming you have a partner as well, right? Yep. Yeah. So, like, how does that work? Do you, does everyone travel with you, or do you travel on your own? To be honest, um, I travel on my own, and I think something from boxing is is you know you have to be um, a little bit selfish in in terms of just putting yourself first and making sure that you do everything that's best for you in your camp. That's amazing. So for me, I find that when I'm on my own, I'm in a clearer headspace. I can just focus 100% on what I need to do. Wow. We were talking in a previous episode about like um, gaining confidence and believing in yourself and all of that and how oftentimes it's sitting by yourself and doing things on your own that really does challenge you mentally and working through all of that and I feel like you're such a testament to that because it sounds like you do do a lot of that work within your boxing of being away from everything and you do it so well like even going to the challenge knowing like that overseas trip where you were on tv going there knowing that there was no tv no phone no communication with the outside world even that I think a lot of people would say no specifically for that and yeah to being face, out of your comfort zone yeah, as well your yeah. that, that was something that I was like okay I want to get out of my comfort zone so that was another reason as to why I said yes I was like you know to, to be challenged to get out of your comfort zone these these all bring out different um I guess the different personalities in you and can show like a little bit about who you're about and you can just see things for yourself. A hundred percent. In boxing, like I don't know a lot about boxing. (laughs) I hate to say that (laughs) on a podcast with a boxer, (laughs) but I don't know. (laughs) Pinch punch. Um, I don't know a lot about boxing, but is there uh, one, one question I really wanted to ask you today was that is there a lot of bitchiness with competitors because I know like it is you're in the women's sport obviously it's not like you're boxing the men is there bitchiness with other women in the sport that you do compete with uh this is a good question it, it sort of depends on each their own like me I'm I'm pretty smooth like 
calm operator. I, I don't really get affected by a lot of comments that are made. Um, I just stay in my lane. Yeah. But it's definitely, uh, there's been a few um, <laughs> incidents um, where, where I have had the other end of another um, opponent being bitchy, you know, causing dramas, causing accusations. Um, whereas when I won the world title, I, I was accused of um, taking drugs, performance enhancing drugs, and mm. it was made very clear to everyone in the world. Wow. Um, and I think, I think it's just like, I don't know whether it's a, it's a bitter thing or a jealousy thing yeah. or just making excuses. I, um, I just, I think it's a... How do you deal with it? Yeah. Like, does it get to you? Because I know, like, I'm, I'm in a different field, completely different field, but doing online online work and just having your face publicly known can be really difficult especially when there's a lot of voices speaking to you at the same time yeah. you know whether it be on tv on articles on on social media whatever it is how do you deal with that negative stuff especially when it comes to something as big as you know performance enhancing drugs and all that something that could impact your career like how do you deal with that is it difficult um I feel like for me it wasn't difficult because I know what I do. Like I, I was pretty open. Like if if you want to – like I was there to get tested, everything yeah. was available. So it was – for me it was like I know that I haven't done anything wrong. So yeah. I'm not worried in, in myself. But it does create a bad image if people are looking at it from the other point of view. Yeah. Um, and I think for me it's it's about staying in, in a strong mental headspace because yeah. those things can can really make or break you. 100%. Yeah. Do you feel like being a fighter, you, you really do need mental strength more 100%. than physical? Oh, I, I don't know how she does stage. it. Like I'm constantly in awe of her. Like I know we're good friends but like I've always said it, like she's such an inspiration to me and I'm sure to many other women out there, um, the mental challenge that you would have to face, I mean like – I just I don't even have the words to find it honestly you're so incredible like how do you wake up every day and get yourself get your shit together and just yeah because I know there's like, a lot of people that like struggle whether it be with depression mental health whether it be just setting a goal and sticking to it is there advice that you can give to women and men out there trying to stick to their goal and reach to wherever they want to be yeah like I, what I, are some things that I you think may, um, a yeah. good one is just starting small setting small goals like really small goals attainable ones yeah, yeah just small minimal ones or just like um daily non-negotiables so even for me while I'm not in camp at the moment I have non-negotiables that I like to follow I like to tick off in my diary mm. and it's just as simple as you know drinking three liters of water getting 15,000 steps in reading 30 minutes a day like th those are nothing those yeah. are those are just little things where I can be like okay I feel good about myself at the end yeah. of the day because yeah. I've achieved those goals yeah and then you just work your way up yeah. to bigger goals and bigger goals i love that that's incredible that's so yeah, good. yeah i know speaking of um online social presence i know that you've recently signed up for only fans in one of your like after one of your biggest fights was it the biggest the, the biggest last recent, one yeah, last the last fight. One. yeah that's right we, we yeah we made How an was, announcement yeah, on the, yeah. On the last how did that come about uh, so it come about through my management company we got a pretty good sponsorship offer to to go on the platform and sponsorship in women's boxing is hard to come by good quality financial ones at the moment. So I actually did take um, 
a lot of time to think about whether I wanted to go on the platform. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to think about, okay, is this going to affect my brand? Is this going to affect me as a fighter? How is this going to go online? So there was a lot of things that I took into consideration before signing up with OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, I know that you did receive quite a bit of backlash online, which would have been quite hard to deal with as well. Um, how did you go with that? Did you expect that kind of backlash when signing up for OnlyFans? When, like being when I was going through these thoughts of, okay, do I want to do this? I, I had to mentally prepare myself. Okay, not everyone's going to like this. Movie. Yeah, that's right. Not everyone's going to like seeing, uh, you know, me training all the time to, oh, I'm joining OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. But I think the idea of OnlyFans now is they want to show more of a inside, closer look to athletes, to fighters, you know, how their everyday lifestyle goes, how their training fight training plans go. Um, so it's a brings a little bit more of an insight into the actual fighter's lifestyle. Yeah. And um, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. I know, like, for some, the minute they see the word OnlyFans, they associate it with sex Something workers. sexual, yeah. Yeah, sex yeah, workers. Because so that true. is predominantly what the brand is does kind of represent in society more so than what it actually is. And it sounds like they're trying to change their image and give it a new... They definitely and are. Yep. Yeah, yeah they with are. all of that. That would have been really difficult coming like afterwards. Did you see everything, like all the comments and everything online after the fight? There was lots <laughs> of negative comments. Yeah. And yeah. I just feel like you just have to Did laugh at some you? of them. Yeah. Some of them, oh, sure. some of them yeah. you sort of like, you know, you second guess yourself. But yeah. it's like, who yeah. is this person? Yeah, literally. Do I know this person? Do they know me? Have yeah. they met me before? That's true. What impact are they having with this comment? Yeah. That's so true. None. No, the this, question this I always ask is like, are you paying to... my bills? <laughs> but you know I what? Know. Half these people that are neg- negatively commenting, they're probably the, the ones subscribing. Ones yeah. yeah, that's Which so true. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's so true. Wow. Have yeah. your opinion. That's fine. If you want to sign up, great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. money in my bank account. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So no, I, just, so true. I just try and, you know, like look at the positives. Like one thing I always do is I take positives from a negative. So I'm reading all the positive comments rather than ne- Good the negative. You. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Having said that, I mean, obviously with, you know, being on social media um, and having the presence that you have and obviously being an athlete, do you find it hard um, to form friendships or to trust people, you know, in all aspects, whether it's work, outside social life, like has that become harder for you? Um, I think one thing is I'm pretty big on energies, like I'll sort of connect with somebody pretty quickly and if I feel like I'm safe in that space and in that energy, I'll open up and I'll be like, more open to to connect so I yeah. think um even when you and I met like you were quite bubbly friendly <laughs> and then you know like how we've sort of created a friendship has yeah. just sort of just come together and I've just opened up whereas some people I wouldn't I wouldn't be like no okay the energy is not for me or things wow. that they're saying it's not for me have you ever like trusted someone and been wrong like yes wow yeah yeah, yeah. I am um, probably like not wrong wrong but it just hasn't gone smoothly the whole way through the relationship whether it's friendships or you know training partners or coaches managers 
along those have lines. You find, so have you found it harder now that you are on a bigger scale mm. to be able to get closer to anyone and maybe open up about anything around certain people? Is it harder? I think I am a little bit more cautious because of, um, you know, just I do have a bit of a following now and yeah. um, I'm just unsure of people's attention. Intentions. Intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Intentions. So yeah. I'm not too sure, like, what is it for? Is it because yeah. I have a following? Is That's it because right. you need me for something? Yeah. Is it genuine? Do you want to see me do well? Do you want to yeah. help yeah. me? It's so true. Yeah. Having said that, is there anything that you probably haven't said or that you would like to say or address or, or say to your fans or any followers? Um, I think what, what, I, what I come across as on social media is what, I really am like yeah I, and I, I can feel like pretty that, genuine yeah. like I'll say what I want to say if I'm sometimes I don't even like speak proper English and <laughs> oh, that's, right. saying, that's why we're so. friends <laughs> it works I understand you <laughs> no I think you're pretty good next she's yeah I'm working on I'm working on the um I'm working on the the public speaking at the moment yeah that would be a yeah. lot especially in front of cameras because you always stumble but man that really shocked me not gonna lie with the whole weight thing like I never thought of that as especially women in general we fluctuate in weight due to like periods and stuff and like to be a professional fighter and like have to be under a certain weight that will fuck with a lot with your head yeah. even now like to be honest even now I'm, I'm in a stage where I'm nowhere near my fight weight and I actually sometimes I wait as silly as silly as it sounds sometimes yeah. I wake up and I'm like Man, I look fat. I I just yeah. I just don't want to go out today. Yeah. And it's because I'm not small, I'm not lean, I'm not down at, at a fight weight, but I'm actually at a healthy weight. Like I'm yeah. always training, you know, I'm fit, I'm healthy. Yeah. But it's it really is a mental challenge sometimes and I just have to remind myself, stop it. When you're down at fight weight, that's not sustainable. That's no. not not healthy to be down that weight all the time. So exactly. you need to find balance it's incredible that she has that mindset and that's what I always find so intriguing is just like having the mindset that she has and the control the self-control that she has I mean where you are now at the stage of your life that you are now looking back you know five or six or ten years ago like is there something that you would say to your younger self that you've learned along the way um I don't know I feel like Everything that I've gone through has sort of molded me and created the the mindset and the person that I am today, like the yeah. disciplines that I have. Like what 14-year-old is going to be like, oh, health is wealth. I better That's invest right. my money into yeah. doing what, yoga or buying greens and juices and things like that. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think one thing that I've learned throughout my boxing career really is health is wealth yeah. and to, to look after your body. And your mind. Has it impacted you when you do get hit? Because I know that there was a – I think maybe it was the last fight, the fight before that, where you had a big split. Two, the last oh, two, two fights. So the there first you go. one. Yeah, they were pretty big. I think it was the, the first one that, was the brutal When Maggie one, showed me, I was like, fuck. The yeah. first one went crazy and I yes. think that's what put my name out there and everyone was like, okay, she's a fighter. Like she, if she can fight through that, she, yeah. she, you know, she's an actual fighter. Did that screw with you mentally? In the fight, no. Like no. I was not adrenaline at all. Yes, adrenaline and I just like, to be honest, I didn't even feel it and I was like, wow, in the crazy. ring I can remember she she had this really weird look on her face and she was like, 
<laughs> she was like, she, "You're bleeding," and I'm like, "I'm thinking, yeah, what's so? We're in a fight. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, Stop. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Shit. And when, what about afterwards? Like afterwards, when I had realize. seen the photos, I was actually like, "Oh my god!" I was because you obviously bit, don't know how. No, I couldn't yeah, you see how yeah. big it was or how much blood there was. But when I was looking at it, I actually felt sick. I was like, "Holy wreck!" Did, yeah. Does that impact you though, with like body image? Going back to body image, as in like. That when you're fighting, it, a lot of people damage their faces. They have broken noses, broken jaws, whatever it may be. Is that something that when you go into fighting, you just have to like come with the terms to terms with the that's fact that that's that part I'm, of the game? I think that's something that I'm accepting of like to get in there in a combat sport. To You're getting in with somebody who wants to hurt you. Yeah, ideally. yeah, that's crazy. Because you say healthy is wealth, and I'm like, fuck, getting smashed in the face. <laughs> yeah, <'cause you're> healthy. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, healthy or wealthy, <laughs> like. <laughs> no, it might be wealthy actually. <laughs> we win, but yeah. I'm just, it's not like that's a lot. That would like screw with my head, especially your face more than anything. Can you yeah. wear a helmet and like no, a face thing? Yeah. Well, I think in, in amateur, amateur, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In the oh, amateur, okay. you wear a helmet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Would you? Would you ever? Nah, nah, man, I can't Even fight to save my life. No? Nah, man, I'd, that one punch, I'd be, you know, um, uh, uh, do you know how they made that law? When one punch, one punch, one punch can kill. kill. <laughs> yeah, 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 one punch can kill. I'd be the one punch that died. <laughs> that would be me. That's hard. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez. So is there anything that you want to, like, because I know that there are so many stories on social media and, like, just news articles in general where they kind of make shit up about you. Is there anything that, like, you want to straighten up? Maybe someone said something or something that you just want to share. Maybe it's got to do with, like, OnlyFans. Maybe it's got to do with your fighting or anything like that because I know you did straighten up about the fact that you were not taking any performance-enhancing drugs or anything like that at that game. But is there anything else? No, I just think, like, at the end of the day, it's your life and you can do what you want to do. And it's something that I've always done. If I want to do something, Good I'm going to do it. And if, if like, it doesn't suit you, it doesn't suit your lifestyle, then don't do it. Yeah, well, I'm going to say this amazing. for Neeks. Um, if you're a fucking hater on an Instagram, go get a life. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Please. 100%. Because, God, like, people... Just want to leave. Let him leave. You don't like it. Move on. But it's sad too because I think like, you know, when you look at that perception, like people will choose to have that one perception of you and they kind of, it's almost like they forget all the hard work, the effort of who you truly mm. are and they choose to see it in that light. No, and I, and think, I think, that's... think people gel their views with other people. So it's like I believe that if you were to join OnlyFans, you're now trash. But then it's like that's what you believe. It doesn't mean that it's what I believe. You've yep. now – Shared so a true. whole new perspective right. of OnlyFans trying to turn their website around into something that's more like following a pro boxer, what she does in her routine. Like that's fucking amazing. Regardless of what the website does hold with other creators, it doesn't mean that you're that type of creator. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which and is good the, on you. Good on you for continuing to follow your dream because I think that's so important to, you know, for anyone out there that, you know, follows you or just in general, like just to chase your dreams, which is what you do best. And 100%. I think it's so inspiring because you are so confident, you know, like you are so driven, like, and I often look to you so many times because I'm just like, wow, like you have that such strong mindset and it really truly like, you know, if anyone that doesn't really know Neeks, you know, I had I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough to have you in my life. And I just think you're an incredible woman. You're an incredible person and there's just so much to gain from you. And I just hope that everyone sees you in the light that you are because you are, you are absolutely incredible. And anytime I've ever introduced yeah. anyone to you, like you really are, you come into the room and you just light it up and just your energy alone. So I think good on you and, you know, well done. 
Thank you. 100%. Now I want to get to the fun stuff. Is there a fun <laughs> fact about you that maybe social <laughs> media doesn't know? Yeah. Love to Give us the juice. <laughs> What's a fun fact about juice? <laughs> no, I know. Fun. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Fun, fun, fun. All right. I don't know if it's fun, but maybe it's a little bit silly because when I was a kid, I was, you know, a little bit of a rough tomboy. Um, in school, I used to love playing this game, Seven Seconds in Heaven. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of that. You What's that? Heard? It's where you sit in a circle with a group of friends. I'm right, right? And then... I don't think no, so. She's me, looking at you. Story, I, <laughs> I don't know where you grew up, but... Yeah. I don't know. Am I wrong? Seven you seconds of fun. I'm scared. Am I, am I fucked up? <laughs> Here no, we go. Go for it. I thought it was like you go into the closet with a boy and you have seven <laughs> seconds. <laughs> wait. Okay. Wait, what? Here we go. Okay. Go, go, go on. on. Seven seconds in heaven. So it's very silly and I would not recommend people to do it because it's like it kills brain cells when, you, when you're playing this game. Okay. So okay. Well, I was so much, off. You pretty much like hyperventilate, yeah? You do heavy breathing and then your friends, you press on your chest and you sort of like half pass out. Huh? So, yeah, so you're <laughs> it's cooked. It's, I don't know what's worse, your, your seven second with a guy in the Wait, closet. that's what I thought. What is it? So very you unhealthy. basically give yourself a panic attack? Pretty much. You pretty much like just go dark so for go a little like, bit. Between like, the two of you, I don't know what's wait, going wait, wait. on. So you go... <laughs> Like that? We, do not try we, this at home. We're not going to try this because yeah, I do not, try not this recommend home. it no, no, so and it's something I, I wouldn't do anymore because it's <laughs> silly behaviour. So what I is it very silly behaviour? I just want to understand it. So it's basically you hyperventilate and whoever can last longest. Is that what it is? You sort of just see who has the funniest reaction because oh. you pass out and then you wake <laughs> up and you're like, holy oh hell, where did God, I go? That's, you that's, definitely were way off. <laughs> way off. Welcome to share your. What school is this? Like oh. it's in what area? Is it in Melbourne? No, no not in Melbourne. It's in, in Queensland. In Queensland, yeah. yeah Queensland. Okay. It's silly so behaviour. It's a state thing. Maybe. Because I the don't know, seven seconds in Melbourne was well, like you go into the closet. In it's American. Oh, it's an well. American game. You go into the closet of seven seconds of the boy and come I've out. I've never heard of yours oh, or maybe yours. Maybe I'm wrong. So. Maybe I'm thinking of something else anyway. I don't know. Maybe you're Delulu. Maybe you're Delulu come Chululu. Oh, that's so good. A little something else about me is recently in Thailand, I chipped my front tooth eating oh, crab, no way. crab legs with my mum. You oh did my God. Magic. Eating oh. crab legs. Have you had it fixed? Because I, I can't yes. tell. Okay. <laughs> I've had it fixed. Well, like just completely chipped. Just, yeah, are, like your teeth, a little are they veneers? No. So they're all no. completely natural. All completely yeah, beautiful natural. Teeth. Thank you. Oh, my God. That would have killed me, yeah, man. Yeah, so, I was, so I was a bit upset there. But did you get it fixed over there or would nah, you? I got no, it fixed I got here. To, yep. Far nah, out. Man. So you She's had to wait till you come back. professional boxer, man. She's not going to get her fixed teeth in Thailand. No, well, I because I would want it to get it fixed straight away out like – yeah, that no, would but kill she's, me. She's like on TV and stuff. She wouldn't want a botch job mm, just okay. in case. No, I know. But I'm not saying good. Thailand yeah. will do botch jobs, but you just I wouldn't risk that. It's your yeah. front of your teeth. I can't talk. I went to Turkey for a boob job. Yeah, well, I was right there with you. So <laughs> speaking of OnlyFans, it made me think of um like when you said the part where you were like OnlyFans is trying to change into that direction, not change, but like take it in a new direction to not only be known for like sex work. I think it was it's, it's that's something like I didn't even know about you and I, I think we're pretty close, like we're, you know, yeah. you're a friend of a friend and I know a lot about you but not knowing that and I think that's such a – that's something that definitely should be should be shared because it does – it has a stigma. Like people, I'm sure so many people think like, oh, fuck, you ruined your reputation. Like you were such a great fighter and now you've turned to OnlyFans. Like is the money really worth your dignity? Like I've seen a lot of those kind of comments and – What's your take on that all? Like, do you feel like you ever regret 
signing up or, you know, is, do, do you want to reiterate that message? Like, do you want to share more about that on your socials as well? I, I don't regret signing up to OnlyFans. I just think that um, th they're trying to change their platform. You know, people do use it for sex work and, yeah, that's cool. If yeah. you want to do that, do that. But they are trying to change it to more of a inside life of athletes. Like some of the biggest named fighters, they have OnlyFans. They are on OnlyFans. Devin yeah, Haney, he's on OnlyFans. Um, a lot of the other female fighters that I know, they're on OnlyFans. There you go. Do you know what's interesting? Like, do you think like other like men who've gone on OnlyFans cop the same flack as the women? Definitely no. not. Yeah. Most definitely not. Isn't that wild and fucked up? Like. I don't know why we do that as a society. Yeah, like, we do. I don't know. We like, bash women. Any, like, you women, like, yeah. especially women God that forbid. are commenting. And like, mind you, wait, so what are you posting on your OnlyFans? Um, all sorts. There's all sorts on there. I don't want to give it away. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, that it's, it's in behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, stay in the lives. Yeah. You know, um, there's, yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts on there. Oh, awesome. But it's like, in general, like, it does, it has a lot of flack. I know like there are some influencers who have signed up to OnlyFans to show behind the scenes or certain things that they can't share on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, because their accounts mm. will get yeah, blocked. Block. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. As soon as you mention, you know, OnlyFans, there's such a stigma around it and it's just. But I think also like mentioning the reason, like because the video where you did say you were signing up for OnlyFans, were you with a, what, who were you? Who were you I was with Albrook. So the video that I did with the announcement um, that was with Al Brooke and she is a um, well-known on OnlyFans mm -hmm. and in the, in the um, what, what do you call it, the pornography, yeah. Yeah. I guess, scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think for us that was a more so of a marketing. Yeah, marketing, true. Um, yeah, true. Okay, I so it's a give like off. A, yeah, but I think that's probably where it was a little bit misconstrued, like, you know, from like the followers, like in that sense, like it was probably taken or th there was a yeah, misconception like about people it. People were on there thinking, you know, I was going to be taking big black dicks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if you want to think that and you want to be like, oh, is she doing this? Sign up, have a look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who knows? Mate, yeah, you might be surprised. Yeah. Like, yeah, nah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, yeah, that does. And it, some people, like, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But I think when you're bringing people down, like, you don't realise that these are real people behind the scenes. And like you were saying, you know, in women's boxing, there isn't, it's not a very well-funded sport. Like, it's not as well-funded as many other sports. Yeah, which is crazy, even in compared to men in the same, yeah, in the like same in boxing but the, being the a male. The money compared to the men and the female is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. But really I know, crazy. you know, for some people they're like, oh, well, you know, you should choose respect over money and this and that. And it's like that's really easy to say when you go to your nine-to-five job while well, I'm here hustling and doing what I can to continue fighting for my passion, yeah. which is boxing. And it's like if this comes along, that's then it. so be it. I like, wasn't exactly. born for a nine to five and I definitely couldn't go back to a nine to five. Like I love, I love my job. I love boxing. I love yeah. waking up early every morning, going to the gym. And you can you see know, it. recovery. It's it's actually my lifestyle. And I feel like I would be a little bit lost without boxing, but I'd always be, I've always got like, you know, okay, I'm gonna do something revolved mm. involved in the sport or health and fitness. After my boxing but career. But you know some people when they're boxing, like I've read this on some of the comments that you were sent. It's like you're not – some people believe like you won't be as hungry for the fight because the income's coming from somewhere else, a way better income 
do you do you believe to the for that to be true like the hunger isn't as strong because the income is not solely just from the boxing match not at all i just lost my world title over in the uk if anything i'm more hungry now than i ever was yeah it just gave me goosebumps it's, it's yeah. not like i don't let this loss um put me down if anything it just brings me up and makes me more hungry like i want it back i don't want to lose yeah, like, yeah. I, I need to I need to um, prove to myself that I deserve to be at the top 100%. and I need to be back at the top. Did you yeah. have a uh, personally, did you think or hear about OnlyFans and did you? was there a stigma for you around OnlyFans? Like was that something you had to wrap your head around? I know for me personally when I first found out about OnlyFans from a creator on TikTok and I went to view her OnlyFans just to see what it was. I didn't even know what the website was and I found out what it was. It did kind of take me back. Like I was just kind of like, oh, like didn't expect that. Did you kind of think the same thing until you actually, you know, got into the nitty gritty of like what they're trying to do and what aim they're yeah, trying to take? Like, more did you about think it. that? Yeah. 100%. I definitely did. Like, you know, OnlyFans, it's as everyone it knows, knows it it's as, like, yeah. oh, sex. Oh, yeah. what do you yeah, post? Right. Like, yeah. pornography. So, yeah. Even then I was like, oh, man, like is this going to ruin my image? Yeah. Um, and one bit of advice I give to a lot of people around me is like don't worry about what other people think or what other people are saying. If you're okay with it, That's do it. it. Yeah, I totally I agree. agree. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having Seriously, me. Seriously, it's yeah. been such a nice time and just getting to know you a lot better, I feel like on a deeper sense. I think oftentimes people see social media and they think, that's all that meets the eye and yeah, people I agree. have their own perceptions of people. I agree. And it's just mm. nice to dig that little bit deeper and open up a, a lens into women in sports. And it's been really interesting. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Nick. Hope you enjoyed. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family.